You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. This episode is brought to you by CovenantSpice.com, the fun, safe, and affordable way for Christian couples to take their sex life to the next level. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Efridge. Well, this is going to be an interesting episode just because the dynamic that we normally have with Shannon and I having a quick banter back and forth and all throughout the whole uh, episode every time is is different because Shannon is absent. Um, January 2nd, her father died, and so she is taking some time to just be with family and, and mourn and hug and cry and I'm... I mean, she'll come back when she's ready. That's the way it's going to go. So um, the way it's going for this show is uh, my wife is now assuming the co-host chair. So Pam, first time on the air after 270 episodes, she gets to actually be on the air. So say hello to everybody. Hello, all. You're in for a treat today. (laughs) Possibly so. We'll see how it goes. Um so if uh, again, this is just a chance because we do have the, the the sexiest audience out there and the most supportive audience out mm-hmm. there, and That's so this is a chance uh, for those of you that have a relationship with Shannon or want to reach out to her. Um, I know she's put some stuff on her Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You're also welcome to send an email to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. She will see those as well. Um, but it is an opportunity to just cover her. Uh, with prayers, with blessings, uh, with grace, and with peace, and that's that's what we're trying to do. But but we also want to still honor the weekly commitment of this of this podcast and and the show because it's it plays such a role. Uh, there was an email that came in right after the first of the year that's worth sharing because it it talks about kind of the dream I've had with this whole uh, podcast and. It just says, I, I cannot express the gratitude for both that I have and what you guys are doing. Two years ago, my marriage and sex life went from good to astronomically great, in part because I got hook, hooked on your show. I wish I know where credit was due for introducing me. I binge listened for a couple of months, then showed, then suggested the show to my resistant wife. But by the bra- grace of God, at a weekend getaway, she relented and offered to give the show a try. After one episode on the drive to our location, we started a conversation that finally began to tear down the wall between us. We must have listened to at least a dozen episodes that weekend, which spurned the deepest, most vulnerable conversations we've ever had. Conversation lasted literally for three days, interrupted only by sleeping and amazing sex. That weekend will always be a special memory, and we're deeply indebted for the part that you played in introducing a conversation into our marriage that we didn't even know we were supposed to have. The conversation continues to this day, and our marriage continues to grow immensely more intimate. We look forward to each episode and the conversation that it will inspire, inspire between us. We had a good, solid marriage two years ago, but thank you for introducing us to something far better. And that's that's exactly what I want with this show. And Yeah, it's the whole reason that, that this is here and that you're in, inspired to help try and help enrich marriages and... I mean, that just lasts for generations. Absolutely. It is legacy changing. That's what we try to do. And so now that my wife has has jumped into the fray, Mm -hmm. if you will, um, 
one of the things I wanted to address because she'll have she could have some great insight for this because one of the things that I'm a big proponent of is the idea of just a high desire, low desire that Schnarch proposes and how a lot of times the husband is the high desire. And when that dynamic plays out in marriage, particularly when it comes to sex, sexual desire, there can often be some interplay that goes on that's not that has nothing to do with sex. It has to do with the relationship between a man and a woman. And, and so, uh, you know, Pam and I had a conversation about this a couple of days ago on have you ever heard of um, the nice PG way to say it, I guess, would be a... Um, we were talking about it's a bullcrap test. Um, the the other mm-hmm. is an S test, if if you will, right. <laughs> to not have not say the word on the air. Um, but it's it's the idea of sometimes a woman, unbeknownst to herself, will instigate um, a fight, will instigate a uh, a poke or a prod or a test, if you will, to just kind of check out the solidness of her husband. <laughs> I've done this and I didn't realize it until you brought this up the other day actually well do tell <laughs> and so the essence of this comes down to you've given me maybe over the years uh, you know here's in essence examples of here's the man I want to be or here's the values that I want to live up to okay and these are like conversations we've had or things I've shared yes okay things that you've shared and maybe I'm seeing that, hmm, is he really living up to that? And so I I, I want to be with a man that's going to live up to what he says his values are. Okay. That's, that, that's where I want to be. And that's part of what makes me um, love you, trust you. It just builds this higher integrity and this rapport between mm-hmm. us when... When you're living from the values that you've said you would live. Okay. And that's okay. well stated. Um, I, I like the idea. And I, I think some of the concept, if you if you search some of the information that's out there in the game mentality when it comes to dating and scoring with women, which I don't like because when you bring that into marriage, it's completely different. It's, it, the dynamics are completely different because... You don't want to score with a bunch of different women. You want to score with your wife, you know, (laughs) so that changes the whole connotation of the conversation. But some of the dynamic of this whole test that goes on back and forth, I think, comes down and it comes from a biological component of a woman. And tell me if I'm wrong with this one, babe. You've already alluded to this a little bit. But it comes from the biological component of a woman that she's really testing to determine a combination of factors in the, of the man she's with. And it's, it can be a combination of confidence, you know, it, it, how, how confident is he? How solid is he? The other one can be options. You know, is this guy really into me or am I his only option? You know, is there, is there some value to me that makes me different, unique, special, cherished? And then the last one is security, and I think that's where a lot of this comes from, is, is this guy capable of providing me long-term security? And the way you just phrased it is, can I trust him? And I think of that as, can I trust him with my heart? Can I trust him with my body? Right. I think that, I think that to me, that's the, that's the heart of it. Right. Does this guy have the endurance to 
to go the length of the marriage or yeah. is he just going to hold these values for a brief period of time and then he's going to be lazy or then he's going to be, you know, whatever it is that doesn't fit that female's mm-hmm. yeah. picture of a good husband. Yeah, because a lot of I think a lot of the way that plays out in married life is you stop working to pursue each other because you said I do. And it's almost mm-hmm. one of those like. You know, it should, it's an obligation now. It should just be, it should just happen because we're, we're together. You said I do, man. So, but it doesn't, it, that whole thing doesn't work. It, it, that's where I think a lot of times I don't, I don't, I think husbands don't realize they shoot themselves in the foot because they fail these tests. They see them as she's just nagging. She's just poking at me. She's just on, it's never good enough rather than. What if you could change the dynamic to, okay, this is actually an opportunity to display my solidness. Yeah. And that's that's exactly how I see it. And it's funny that I didn't, you know, after 23 years, I didn't really see some of that until the last couple of weeks as we've been discussing that. Mm-hmm. In that there are times where I know I've, I poke and I prod, but it really is, I because after those years, I know your back doors. I know, I know your little places that you might want to get away with things. You mm-hmm. know, you know a lot about your spouse after that period of time. Sure. And so, there's little hints, maybe of, oh, is is my husband is he is he going back to the old ways, or is this just eh? He just wants to, you know. Do his own thing for a little bit. It's just a day of yeah. relaxing or whatever yeah. the case may be. I don't, yeah, because we, I, I, if you think about it through this whole lens, the, I think that for our audience to really get some help out of this, I would think, think of this in the terms of there's an element of married life where we're always being tested. Because look at the whole dynamic. You're in a relationship with somebody that knows the quintessential you if, if you've been with them any length of time. Because I've, I've made comments on this show a bunch about how in marriage you cannot hide who you are. It's going to come out. It gets revealed. You see it. The best of you and the worst of you. You know, the, the, the premise is the unspoken thought in your wedding vows of for better, for worse. You know, the, the, the thought is, well, there'll be as little worse as possible because I'm working on that. <laughs> but then we flip that after we're married and we say, no, 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 you said for better, for worse. So that means this is my worst. You got to take it. And it's starting to see the dynamic of we can't hide. And so if I'm constantly being tested, I think that's the way a, a spouse really does challenge us to grow up, to be our best self, to to be a man or woman of our word, to be somebody that's honest and upright. It, it does, but I must say, now that I see some of the games that I realize I was playing, I don't want to play it as a game. I just want to come out and say, hey, babe, here's what you said a few months ago. I don't want to poke and prod and and see right. if I can passive aggressively figure out a way to see if you're going to cave on this or not. I'm just going to come out and ask you, hey, you said this is how you wanted to treat <laughs> XYZ with the kids. Right. Is that really what you want to do? Because that's not what I saw today. Okay. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to play games. Okay. And now that I realize that maybe I was, okay. Now I'm gonna. 
I'm okay. going to do some Good. things a little differently. It, but I'm also still going to pause it. Think there's an element of there will there will constantly be an element of this dynamic between two people that are in a committed relationship because I just think it's foundational to the way a relationship evolves of you're wanting you're going to want to always see am I being solid enough to be trustworthy? Am I being solid enough to truly give yourself to? And I would be doing something similar on, you know, I, if I'm going in a little bit of the game mentality, it's, I'm trying to close the deal, you know, when it comes to sex. And so mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out ways and do things that are part of who I am, but it's also catering a little to what I know of you that works in pursuing you and, and, and trying to honor and cherish who you are as a person. And so I think it's just a dynamic that's there. What you're talking about, I like the idea, because how often does this happen in married life, if you've got any kind of mileage underneath you, under, under, your, under your tires between you, that you've said something, and it was just a flyer, but your spouse took it as gold of like, ooh, that's it. That's more in line with the wife I want or the husband I'm, 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 I want that. And now all of a sudden they go back on it because they realized I don't have the motivation for it. I and so I pawn it off like, oh, I'm, I'm still meaning to. I'm, I, my, my plan is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting up to go to the gym and, you know, and, and all those different games <laughs> that we play. And I like the idea of, okay, hold on. How about what if we were just more overt? Yeah. About what was going on. And, yeah. And said straight out, you know, hey, no, I I changed my mind, babe. I don't want to do that now. And okay, now we just figure out that whole dilemma and dynamic. Well, I think if we realize at some point that we are playing a game and that that's not something that works well, hopefully we man up or woman up and maybe change that dynamic if it's a if it's this passive aggressive game or something sure. like that and sure. you figure out you are being a nag or whatever the case may be you know <laughs> yeah the, yeah i i agree we're we are ever evolving and so there's going to be new realizations throughout life but i don't know i don't i don't want to be the person that plays the game Okay, I and I get it because because this isn't about just trying to not play a game or I, I just think it's a dynamic that's worth discussing because I know okay. a lot of husbands are out there and some of the guys that have been in my husband mastermind group that we've had some conversations about this on how do you handle I mean one of the things I read years ago that's a it's a little cruder way of talking about this. There's an element of, of a wife sometimes that will act up because she really just is hoping the king will stand up. You know, sure. like the drama queen, just is hoping the king will finally stand up and you know, put her in her place or just kind of draw a line and say, no, 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 that's not acceptable. And, and okay, that's kind of, ooh, that's a little degrading maybe. But then again, I see that in my relationship with my daughter, who's 11, that she's got times where she's off the wall and what she's, I think what she wants is something solid in her life. Yeah. And, and so I think you can play that role with your wife as a husband, guys, on learning, okay, if you're being nagged about something, let's go with this. this I think this is a good way to kind of steer it for a second. If you're being nagged by your wife about something, first off, you got to come to grips with the fact, is it something you've given her the ammunition to nag about? 
you've told her you wanted to do something and you and you went against your own word or you've said you've made a commitment and you're not doing it you're not following through so therefore she's just helping hold you accountable she's not nagging you well yeah there's that <laughs> it's a good way to think <laughs> of it at least um so if that's the case you got to own that and come, and come to grips with it but yeah. when go ahead I, i'm just saying hopefully we're holding each other accountable in more positive ways sure well I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, but you know Schnarch well enough to know about the worst in us right. and how a lot of that stuff plays out. Um, so it's it's understanding the dynamic that goes on that sometimes when she's moody, when she's uh, volatile, when she's got a lot of other things going on that have nothing to do with you, you can be the dog that's kicked is a good way to think about it. <laughs> True. And so sometimes that's actually a test of, are you solid enough to handle me and be solid and not run from me? Mm, I think, well, I'm for me, that's spot on. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Cause that's what I was hoping you would say <laughs> because I think there's an element of, I have, I've gotten better at recognizing these tests and then learning how to find better answers for them. Because a lot of times, I mean, the, the joking one out there is the idea of, do these pants make me look fat? Right? <laughs> That's a test. Because is there, you know... Which we just had the other day. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. And so it is one of those, as we were talking about it afterwards, it's like, there's no way I can answer this without it without being trapped a little. But there is actually a way you can answer it. And I didn't say this because we were at Dillard's, but... I could have said, yes, get them off immediately, panties too. Right. You know? <laughs> and so I, you were already saying that with your eyes. So, uh, <laughs> there there you go. <laughs> so, but it's just, it's just recognizing that there's a way that you can maintain a solidness and, and still, you don't have to accept the premise of the questions. Mm -hmm. you, you, you see it as, okay, wait, this is an opportunity for me to demonstrate, one, how I want to be treated, two, how I will treat people in my life, how I will care for them, shelter them, protect them when necessary. And then the other is I start to just make sure there's a, that it's kind of this, this is not tolerable. You know, if you're, if you're volatile about this and you need some time to go take care of whatever, go do it. Yeah. You know, and that it's kind of, I don't, I'm not there to fix you. I'm there to be a partner to you. Right, right. And, you know, we many times usually aren't looking for the fix. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just got to blow off some steam and vent, man. Mm -hmm. And that's where I've made the comment before that I'll, I'll say that early on with you of, okay, wait, what are you needing from me here? When I, when I get the idea of if you're not overt about I just need to vent, I'll sometimes ask, are you needing a vent or are you needing a fix? Right. And most of the time you go, I just need to talk. I'm like, fine, I can, I can be a partner and listen and, and go through that. But it's just, it's recognizing, I guess this is really steered, steered more towards the fellas than, than the husbands with this episode. But it's, it's recognizing this dilemma of if I'm trying to pass these tests that happen just by the fact that we're different between, there's differences between men and women. One of the things I have to constantly keep in mind is this is just a testing of my solidness. This is a testing of my character. I think of it in those terms, it just, it sounds like there's this 
tests that guys have to pass that girls don't, you know, and that and that's not what we're saying here, but right. it sounds kind of like that here. And I just hope that as a, as the female in the family, that I come at that from a pure point of view too, mm-hmm. right? So there's not this ultimatum that the guy has to meet that. I need to live up to my values as well. Absolutely. Right? So what's that test that the guy gives the girls? Maybe that's a different show. I, it, it probably <laughs> is. Um, but I still think there's there's merit to just recognizing the, the dynamic that happens in femininity, that they are security-seeking creatures. That, that's, I think that's the way women were wired. You know, biblically speaking, after the fall— not only was the pain in childbirth increased, but she also was cursed too long for her husband more. Right. And so I think that makes it a little more of a dilemma for her to, how do I feel safe? Well, I want to ha- be with a guy that helps me feel safer than when I'm with myself. Right. And, and feeling safe, a, a big chunk of that is a man who is secure in himself. A man who stands up for what he believes and has a strong set of values mm-hmm. and that adheres to those. So, Right, yeah. So I think the idea of, of how do I acknowledge these tests is, first off, guys, you don't take them personally. It's not, a, it's not an indictment of your character. You know, when she is, is in, a mo- in a mood of, you don't ever bring me flowers or you don't ever... <laughs> the one that comes to my mind is our Valentine's night, the very first night, first year that we had a conversation because we were making no money we were broke. <laughs> and, and I'm married and I'm married to an accountant. So you guys know you've, I've, I've I lamented. Wasn't then. I was in school. You making were in no school money. to be an accountant, but um, <laughs> so I was, it's a, she's a, um, She's more diligent with the pennies at that point. And so we had a conversation about let's not do anything for Valentine's Day just because we got no money. And then we're going to bed Valentine's night and my wife is laying beside me crying because I didn't even make her a card. And I'm like, you said don't spend any money. And so it kind of started this whole dilemma of, uh oh, I failed is kind of the way I look back at that. Now looking at it, I could see it as, okay, hold on. What she was wanting was to know the meaning she has in my life, the the place she holds in my life, that I think that changes the dynamic of, okay, I can show that in other ways. I can, I can be solid. It's not an, it's not a character indictment. It's more of a, okay, hold on. I don't have to accept the premise of, I didn't get you a card. Well, I could say something else that's even more solid of, yeah, but I'm living my life with you. Let's go have an adventure. Or cause now I'm starting to speak more of her language. Yeah. Yeah. I like your point of not accepting the premise and I like it and I hate it at the same time because a lot of it's, well, honey, what's wrong? Nothing. Right. Nothing's wrong. That's the response you get. And I've said that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you, you know, the guys can't read the lady's mind, but there is more to, to knowing the heart there and what's really behind it. Um, to, and to speak into that and you know gosh if, if you can figure that out then oh my goodness you're 
Well, you're the king of all men. D- d- well, thank you. Um, to, <laughs> no, but the idea is I, I, that was to the listeners. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, but I think that the idea is to keep in mind that we have this dilemma of, you know, that example you just gave. What's wrong? Nothing. Well, okay. So what, one of the things I've learned from that, and I'm disclosing some of my nice little hidden tricks that I use for myself here, is when she says nothing, I take her at her word. Okay. That's what you should do. And sometimes that makes it more volatile because that's not what necessarily you were looking for in the moment you're at. But okay, I get it. That's okay. I'm just going to take you at your word. I mean, that's that whole concept of I've been doing my job long enough. I'm starting to pick up on how words really mean something. Yeah. And I love it when a client in the middle of a session will say, I probably shouldn't say this. And then they go ahead and say whatever. I finally have gotten to where I recognize that quickly enough and say, okay, then don't. Right when they say, I probably shouldn't say this. Yeah. You know, that's that whole, with all due respect, let me say something very disrespectful to you. And so it's just, how do we start to see that this is just the dynamic of relationships at play? I think that's what I want to try to get across. Yeah. That what you brought up early on is is very worth noting that there are times when I have said something on the course I want to chart from my my life or, or my family or as a father or whatever, and then I go against that, and I, I've in essence, I'm failing the test because I'm not being a man of my word. I would say for the women, it's the exact same thing. Right. That a wife that says, you know what, I'm going to start doing this, and then she doesn't, she, he's, she's going to lose a little bit of attractiveness in some, in some regards. Right. Because it's like, you're not being a confident woman. You're not... Well, and don't you think we all feel that in ourselves? It's kind of, it goes back to these like New Year's resolutions. Here we are at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we all have suffered from making a New Year's resolution that we don't follow through <laughs> so, on. Several of them are maybe and, all long gone. And personally, we feel beaten down because we haven't followed through on that. And it, it, and it, it's like a hit to our own integrity. Whether or not the spouse knows it or not, that's mm-hmm. that's a hit to our own integrity, and it feel man, it makes an effect. It makes me down because man, I two days in and I'm already failing on this New Year's resolution to eat right or right. exercise or whatever. It affects everything else. So whether it's us on ourselves and how we beat ourselves up, or our spouse beating each other up, we just got to figure out how to live to those values, right? Yeah, and and to support each other as spouses in living to those values mm-hmm. that we've set up. And I'm going to posit that sometimes supporting each other is you give your partner room to deal with themselves right. and their own values and their own struggles. And if they need help or want it, have the courtesy to ask. Ask and potentially encourage as opposed to yeah. just saying, oh my gosh, you're not living up to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously the way, the way we say things can always be different and better, but... It's it's I, I don't know I mean I, I'm hoping to just get across the idea that there's a dynamic at play and sometimes if we can start to see this as this is what if this is a test and so my best chances of passing this test well is not take it personally and see it as a challenge in a sense of okay wait this is just a calling of me to live better to be better to be more solid. Because this is the counsel I give myself and the people I work with, that if if my ultimate goal is for me to be a better me, whatever happens around me, okay, 
I'm still better. Right. Right. Because tragedy can occur. I mean, just like what Shannon's going through. Yeah. You know, lots of different things can happen that are, are out of our control. Some of them can even be in our control. But if I'm better, I'm still better. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. worth it. That's a that's a, a path worth worth going down because it, it just it that's a ripple effect to everybody. And so I think if we can look at it through the lens of, okay, this is just an opportunity of what marriage is designed to do. It's designed to show us us. I mean, that's one of the things I've talked about before, that it, it's, it's a revealing of ourselves. It's how we grow up. And so if we start to see it that way, maybe that changes the dynamic of how I, I confront some of these things, that I don't take it as... You're so volatile. You're so moody. What's and I start to see it as okay. Hold on. What's my role in this? And maybe at the same time, it does something different for you. Yeah, absolutely. If I if I mean if I see that I, I'm turning it into a game as opposed to an encouragement to live to values, then hopefully I'm I'm helping my spouse live up to those values in a positive way rather than a jab. Yeah. But maybe I'm seeing it in myself too. I I need to turn turn that mirror around and live from the values that I'm saying I want to live by cuz that just strengthens us as well. Yeah, it does. And cuz that's with when one of us is better it challenges the other person to be better. Iron sharpens iron. It sure does. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, it has been. I don't know why I'm saying that like I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, babe. <laughs> well, this has been Sexy Marriage Radio where we would love to hear from you and we would hope that you would let us know how things are going. Uh, if you want to reach out to Shannon with some prayers and some thoughts and some blessings, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. She'll be sure to get it. We'll see you next time. Love you for listening.